Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. It's a Wild Wild West. Oh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to uh, Batman the Fanimated Stream. Sorry for the delay. First off, I was having some dinner with uh, the special ladies in my life tonight. So, uh, you know, a little bit of a delay. And then all of a sudden, I had a, a crash, a full on computer See, crash. Dave, we're supposed to go to the Wild West, not the Stone Age. <laughs> I know, I'm seriously. Just... <laughs> that's, what it, that's what happened. I clicked one thing, and all of a sudden, my computer just went boop. Oh, man. That was uh, very interesting, and then, of course, I was still kind of having some issues, but I think we're good now. So welcome, everybody. Welcome, Batman the Fanimated Stream. What's going on, Scott? How you doing? You know, get a good Sunday. Got a lot of laundry done today. That was a, that was a good... And, and not like the washing, <laughs> but like the actual like stuff that's been washed for like a month and been like... In, you know how laundry just sort of like grows yeah. like the fungus in The Last of Us, and then, you've, <laughs> and then you don't put it away? Yeah, yeah we, put, we put some stuff away today. What can yeah, I say? You got, you, got a, you got a full house there, so that's a lot of clothes. A lot, of, a stuff, lot of clothes. A lot of clothes, sheets, whatever. So, yeah, sounds like a pretty good uh, pretty good Sunday. Like I said, I had a good one, too. You know, like I said, I had some dinner with my mom and uh, watched a little bit of the SAG Awards, um, which, you know, congratulations to everything, everywhere, all at once. That's just cleaning house. Cleaning house, yes. Mr. Kwan, Michelle Yeoh, and then it won uh, Best Picture, I guess you could could say the best pick yeah and then, and then jamie lee curtis oh and, that's right yes and james hong yes it's just all it's just cleaning freaking house. it actually I mean, has won the most sag awards of any single movie in history there you go well congratulations to them but uh we're gonna be uh going into the wild wild west in this episode which is it's such a, an interesting departure this, it, this episode oof. is an interesting departure it really okay. is so last week it got very, you know, almost James Bond like, you know, because we traveled to London and, uh, you know, it was like a whole espionage, you know, missile silo hidden in the freaking in a tower at a castle. And, you know, I mean, the villain, of course, Red Claw coming back. And that's just such that that villain could easily fit in a James Bond movie. And now we're going into yeah, and then we're going to be like going into the Wild Wild West here. I mean, obviously it's not Batman and Robin that it's going to be going in the Wild Wild West, but we get like a little story from the West, and we get our first introduction to Jonah Hex, which we have both mentioned before. That we didn't know who this guy was before this episode. Before we oh, saw not him. at all, it's, not yeah. at all. And uh, I mean, and, and to be honest, I never really followed up. I know there was a there was a Jonah Hex movie starring Mister um, uh, Josh Brolin. Don't. <laughs> Just, and just, Megan Fox. Don't just. Don't. I don't really even remember the movie. I yeah, that's that's, it. that's for the that's for the best. Yes. Now, if you want some really good Jonah Hex, what you need mm. is you need to go check out All Star Western by Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray. Now, okay. the, those guys, that is some A class Jonah Hex comic books for you to go and read. Okay, so there you go. So yeah, pick those up because I mean, it's you know, it, 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 when it comes to Jonah Hex, I mean, obviously he has a distinct look. You know, yes. he's got the uh, you know the 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 scarred face, like the you know, and then of course it's always the the skin that goes from like his lip to you know both of his lips. That's just right. like that's the distinctive look that he has. I mean, I remember when I when I watched this episode as a kid, I thought, is this like a version of Two Face? Because that big eye reminded me of Two Face's big eye. Yeah, he gets his he gets his face burned. Yeah, like that's I mean that's what happens to him. And, and it's subtle in this series because part of his history is that he was a Confederate soldier during the Civil War. And if you because if you pay attention, 
he's wearing gray because yeah. the Confederacy wore gray and the Union wore blue, and he still he still wears his Confederate Uniform. jacket. Yeah, the jacket yeah. and the and the hat. Yeah. So you know, and you know, he goes off west and gets and and because he gets so disillusioned with the war. And no, like super abilities, really. No, he's just a badass. No, he's just, just a badass. badass. He's just yeah. a bounty hunter. Like, yeah, that's what that's where the movie went wrong. Is the movie tr- tried to give him a superpower? He's like, no, he's just a dude. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh god. When did that movie come out? It had to be like in the 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 two thousands. It was definitely. It was like it was like the two thousand tens. Yeah, something like that. Just what were they thinking? I mean, it's just like sometimes you just go, "What were you thinking?" Like you're gonna give a movie to Jonah Hex that nobody knows oh i don't know but i mean I, it would be cool to see him show up maybe in some other live action in the future but i don't think that's going to be on the table right now for james gunn uh at the moment at least he's got a lot of other things to uh handle first but uh, yeah you never know could pop up in something random uh but who knows but anyways but yeah so this episode is, you know, it's one of those where it's present day flashback and we start off at uh, uh, a rest home. Uh, it's like a nice, you know, one of those big, it looks like a big mansion, but it's mm-hmm. uh, home for older people. And then did, did these ninjas remind you of like Spider-Man a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They, they, had, <laughs> they had the Spider-Man eyes, which was weird because that was that was completely different than the design. Because the last time we saw the League of a well, League of Shadows, I almost said League of Assassins, mm. but the League of Shadow Ninjas looking like this was back in, uh, oh, I cannot believe I'm blanking, but the 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 Vertigo episode where we get introduced to Talia uh, mm. off balance. There we go. Off I, balance. It there you took go. me a second there because when they show up, they they kill the guy, you know, at the, you know, Lady you know, Lady Freedom, you know, Lady Goth, you know, the, the, the pseudo Statue of Liberty at the beginning of that episode. True that. But uh, yeah, definitely the, the Spider-Man eyes. That's like, that's, I that's like what they're... I wrote. I was like Spider-Man ninjas, <laughs> pretty much. Reminded me of like in Far From Home when he wore like the black suit. The stealth Yeah, suit. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very much what it like. But uh, I also wanted to say hi to everybody that was here. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Uh, what's going on? MSGT. We got Mr. Venom here. Good to see you. Then we got Tet. Always good to see you. Always said hi to you. Hoy hoy, Mr. Jason. We got <laughs> yo making <laughs> making the joke. Making the joke. Good job, Jose. I like that. Yes. And we got pretty fly for a Filipino guy. And then we got uh uh Eric right here. Uh no, oh, no problem. It happens, it happens. And then of course we got Mama Film Junkie here. Good to see you. Good to see you, Mom. Thank you for dinner. And of course we have Saggy here. Yeah, at least she didn't say I smelled. You know, she usually says that, but hey, what can you do? No, and I noticed someone coming with the story by three people, you know, because it was Paul Dini, Bruce Tim, and I think the yeah. other one was Alan Burnett. So, I mean, it that was is, the, okay. I mean, it's the brain trust. You know, you could tell that they intentionally wanted to tell a Jonah Hex story, and then they got Joe Lansdale to write the episode. Now, he's written two episodes previous to this, and this was actually his last episode that he wrote for the series. Uh, okay. Because he wrote Perchance to Dream. All right. And then yeah. he wrote Read My Lips. Okay. And he and he actually, because he's been a crime novelist and he's been a Western novelist. So kind of like sense. how we, we talked about how much we enjoyed how Read My Lips felt very like in its genre. Yeah. Just I like feel like I feel like Showdown does the same thing. It's like you could oh, tell yeah. that you got a guy who knows how to write a Western writing this episode when we get to those flashbacks. 
Well, we do. And you know what? I mean, this is a fun episode. I mean, it, yeah, really, it really is. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I, I mean, I, I like I remembered it because it, it stu- stood out. And I remember the Jonah Hex character. And like I said, I just thought as a kid, it was like some kind of like, is he like Two-Face? Because of that big eyeball that you actually see him. But before we get to that, we got, of course, we got Raj. We got Raish coming back here. And uh, obviously, you know, we're talking about the ninjas. And then, of course, um, they're just basically breaking into this rest home and then um obviously batman robin show up they start kicking all the ninjas asses doing all that and then there's a, a an old man in a room with a fireplace just in a chair that race is trying getting to and he's that's we find out that that's who he's there for because as soon as batman and robin get into that room it's gone just flying you know flat out gone and we're just like okay but we have a cassette tape we have a cassette tape we do have a cassette tape <laughs> that he leaves right there oh man remember cassette tape kids i always like to say that um but uh yeah we get that and then of course uh when we get batman and robin back into the uh the batmobile it's basically a cassette tape of uh you know detective i'm gonna tell him about a little story that happened in 1883 that's right we're going back to 1883 What's that Yellowstone show? What's that year? Is it close? To it's 1880. It's 1883. Same year. Ah, so I mean, I guess there's like a historical significance. Well, that. because you know you've got the Oregon Trail going on at that time, but it kind of ties into what's going on this episode, which is Railroad. the the transcontinental railroad. Yeah. Because that did ha- like the the idea of. They started in the West building East and they started in the East building West. And there was a gold spike that was yeah. driven into the ground to mark when they officially like joined, you know, the two ends. Yes. And I remember like, I mean, and in in this movie does and this movie, this episode does give me wild, wild West vibes. I never watched the, the show, but I watched the movie. Unfortunately, which, <laughs> you know what? I, I have a, I, I, it could be a guilty pleasure for a little bit because Will Smith, Kevin Klein, Selma Hayek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. And There's Kenneth some... Branagh chewing yeah. all the scenery. <laughs> yes. The way that he talks with all that, you know, and then just the crazy, stupid Western rustic uh, steampunk technology. The steampunk. And that's yes. where, and that's where I get the wild, wild West vibes is because yeah. you've got Rachel Ghoul, who, because he's been alive for, hundreds of years 600 years yeah yeah he's got he he thinks outside the box he's able to develop technology and and that's what's always so cool about steampunk is the idea of let's see futuristic anachronistic technology but with the materials that would have been available at the time exactly exactly and i think even in a wild wild west movie weren't they doing wasn't there a scene where uh, the president or somebody like did that golden spike or something. I don't know. I, I don't were... remember. I literally watched that movie one time in theaters yeah. and I've never seen it <laughs> yeah. since. So yeah. I think there was actually a scene that had that in there. But anyways, yes, we're back to 1883. And then, of course, like you were explaining. And then, you know, we, of course, get that cool little reveal when we see the workers laying down the track. And, of course, you know, uh, nailing down the spikes and we get that silhouette in the distance. And he's just walking up, you know, that that that. You know the, the 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 guy that just is walking from town to town. It's such a Western cliche. Trope. It's tropey as hell. <laughs> and right. It, it's like the Clint Eastwood movies, the, the Man with No Name. You know, they kind of did it in the Mandalorian with Cad yeah. with Cad Bane. You know, you've always got the stranger who's approaching from the horizon 
in shadow so you don't even know like who it is i love it i mean it's if you enjoy the western genre and it's a genre that i am sorely underserved on uh i need to see more classic westerns than i have i agree i agree and you know i mean it's hard i mean for a while i mean that was that was uh west the western was the, the comic thing. Book movie it was the comic book movie at it of even day. more than that because it was like every i would say that like every other movie was a western at one point i mean it's and you know you go back and watch some of those and they're ridiculous you know they're really ridiculous but then but some of them are really good yeah, some of them are really good and then all of a sudden when it got even further obviously with clint eastwood and all that stuff uh but then even further in when even i mean it's just i mean one of my favorites is tombstone obviously oh tombstone's such a good one just so good so good and then of course you know i mean you got your unforgivens you got your um you know django unchained you got all those um but yeah there needs to be there needs to be more there definitely needs but i will tell you this that an Mm. aficionado of westerns both of you know movies and television let's not forget how many freaking western tv shows like rifleman rawhide Mm -hmm. i mean there were yeah, so... magnificent seven. Oh, six, that movie, six, seven, 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 like seven samurai. Yes, you know, that's it, right. yeah, yeah. Um, which I just got the 4K from Shout Factory this week. You know, that movie, I mean, Jesus Christ, I, oh, I, I, Bill Brenner movie. and Steve McQueen. Yes. Oh, yeah, that I remember watching that with uh, I, I think my yeah, my dad showed me that one because he was a big fan of the original, but even then, watching the the recent one that came out, I, I oh, thought with Denzel, gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, with Denzel and uh, Chris Pratt and all those guys. I mean. Th- Talk about just like, all right, let's see how this goes. And man, that movie, uh, I remember, just blew me away. And I, I thought they said that they were making a sequel to that, which really doesn't make sense when I... Spoiler alert! You know if you know how that movie ends. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of them die. You know, it's kind of like the Western Suicide Squad, I guess you could say, almost. But anyways... Um, but so yeah. voice cast in this episode rewards fans of the genre. Now... When it came, I knew I knew it when I was like hearing some of the voices. I'm like, okay, they sound like I some of them don't sound familiar. Jonah Hex, you got, but there was one voice, one voice that I kept going, Oh, I know, I know it, I know it, I know it. And Did it you peek? The barmaid. Yeah. Did you peek? Should I wiggle my nose? Yes, you should. <laughs> yes, I did have to peek because it was bothering me because her voice, the barmaid, when Jonah Hex gets into the saloon, you know, the whole traditional thing of, uh, you know, like he's going in for like, uh, you know, to, well, I think for a drink of water because it is a kid show. Um, but, you know, and then we got a barmaid. And I kept hearing the voice. I'm like, why do I know that voice? Elizabeth Montgomery. And did you know that this was her final role? Really? I did yeah. not know that. Here, here's, here's the deal with Elizabeth Gomez, which, by the way, if you don't know the name, it's Samantha from Bewitched. Yeah. You know. She passed away on May 18th, 1995. This episode aired on September 12th, 1995. Okay. And then when I, because I did peak, but I did not recognize the other names. Okay. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. I did not recognize the other names, but it was one of those cases that when I looked them up, I went, well, la-ti-da. I mean, <laughs> uh, the big one, there's two big ones, um, The but we'll start off here with Jonah Hex because we've already introduced him into the show. Yeah. His voice by William McKinney. Okay. William. The name might not mean much to you, but you have seen him. Okay. His big one that I'm going to introduce here is like, 
you sure to have a perfect mouth. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm looking He's at the mountain that. man from Deliverance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That face, that face right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. one of those that you look at his face, and you go, I have seen you in things. And if I, you look at it, he, he was, he went more by Bill McKinney, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he went more. Yeah. 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 Totally. And he's been but, in Westerns. Oh, yeah. He was the captain and outlawed Josie Wales. So we're yep. talking about Clint Eastwood. He's also one of the guys in the bar and Back to the Future Part Three. Yes, that's right. He that's right. Um, is he one? He's not one of. Oh yeah, he's that's right. He's sitting down on the table like yeah, uh, the two yes, guys yes, that, that yeah, Doc guys. talks to. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, he was also in First Blood. Yeah, that's right. He's been in so many things. Oh no, no, you, you like his Wikipedia yeah. page is it's like huge. It's huge. huge, absolutely huge, man. Okay, and then. Uh, um, well, we get to another character later. Well, we get to the character that uh, Jonah Hex is looking for because we get this, you know, this one guy, kind of a chunky dude that starts going. He knows who Jonah Hex is. He starts doing that whole thing where he's leaned up. Oh, the and, sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, the sheriff, the sheriff. And he starts, you know, telling him. And then, you know, he Jonah Hex basically says why he is there because he's looking for this guy named Duvall. Who uh, and of course he has the, the reward poster and uh, apparently you know something happened and then of course you know he's wanting that two hundred dollar reward I mean you know and uh, and then of course I love how he like I had to rewind and I'm like what did he say to him he he basically said how you know how chunky the guy is. <laughs> no oh, oh, yeah. yeah which by the way the voice actor for the sheriff is William oh. Bryant who also if you look at his Wikipedia page face is kind of familiar. But mm -hmm. dude, if it was a western and it was on television, the man that was, guy on, was it. on it. That okay. guy was on. He also did like Mission Impossible back in the day. It was like, mm -hmm. it, you know, they they went for Hondo. Yeah, he was in Hondo. Yeah, yeah. Like so, William Bryant was the voice of the sheriff. Small part, but once again, even for a small part, they were like, no, we're gonna get a dude who's like did this. Like this is his genre. So it was it was kind of cool to like dive into some of these names going, I know these voices, but I don't know these names. Mm, yeah, but you see their pictures and you're kind of like, okay, yeah, like especially uh Mr. McKinney right there. Oh, absolutely, this guy, Mr. McKinney. This guy, not so much, but yeah, you could see that he's had a pretty good uh he had a pretty good career in that. He was in a lot of westerns. But uh yeah, so I, I just like how he just like kind of gave him the business right there. Um, you know, he's like, <laughs> hey, sheriff. You know, I like the one that says the poster poster says dead or live. Maybe you should try a live this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some good lines in here. Some good lines. And then, um, uh, though, and then of course we get the barmaid. And then, uh, like I said, the voice was just like, I know that voice. So I, I, I just, it was bothering me because I was like, it's, it was right there. It was right there. And then once I read the name and went, Oh, there it is. And I went, okay. Yeah. I knew it. Cause you know, my mom watched reruns of that all the oh, time. Oh, I watched twelve reruns of Bewitched, oh, yeah. I Dream of Genie. It was it yeah. was in the it was in the rotation. It was all there, all there. Um, and then uh, of course, uh, yeah, he talks about that, and then she is going to help him out, you know, because a barmaid. You never know. You never know when a barmaid's going to help you out. Sometimes they might just be a barmaid, but sometimes, hey, they know some shit and they're going to help you out. And then you wonder if they're going to do you good because I, I also, yeah. as we've been recommending Jonah Hex material, if you did not watch the Jonah Hex uh, short that was part of the uh, DC direct-to-video movies, I forgot mm -hmm. which movie it specifically was the special feature on, but if you got like the Superman Shazam Return of Black Adam collection, 
that was the one that had Thomas Jane as the voice of Jonah Hex and oh, had Linda Hamilton as the voice of a barmaid, a mm. madam in that short. And that is, and that one's actually written by Jimmy Pal- Palmiotti. So wow. interesting, interesting. Thomas Jane, that's a good, that's a good voice uh, casting right there. I dig that. But yeah, so then she's, uh, uh so it's like you know it's dark midnight whatever they go on to this like i guess this hill or this whatever ridge like a ridge and she's talking about sky monsters and weird glows that are coming from the rocks and everything and sure enough they see something like that and then of course she that's that's just her duty and of course she does the whole thing she gives them a nice little kiss even though it's like you really want to kiss that weird part right there but i think that's like, the point though is that yeah. she's just like you're a good man like yeah. you're doing this because jonah hex says the whole reason he's after arcady is because he messed up a girl back east so yeah. you kind of get that because you get that southern gentleman kind of like oh no you don't you don't mess with a, you don't mess with a woman like no. you could you infer when you're older that she was a hooker or a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't care. She was a woman. You, you don't do whatever it is you did because exactly. the barmaid talks about the fact that she talks about her girls. Once again, they call uh-huh. a barmaid. You're a madam. Like you're running, you're running a brothel. Yeah. But once again, this is a kid's show. It's just a kid's show. So you have to play, you know, standards and practices. You got to play with the words right there. You're very, you're correct. I mean, like I said, I, he didn't really, is he going in for, you know, is he going in for one of these, a drink of this? No, it's most likely water if it's a kid's show. But we could assume that if Jonah Hex is showing up in a saloon, yeah, yeah, yeah water because he's been walking, but he's also going to probably want a, sh- a shot of whiskey or something yeah. like that too, you know? So, but, but yeah, I like, right. but 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 yeah, because but she sees the good man in him yeah. because his reason. I mean, he says he's there to he's there to get him because of what he did to the girl. The two hundred dollars is just you know a bonus. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bonus to get some to get some cash, whatever. And then, uh, so then, yeah, the glow of the rocks. He uh, he finds his way down to underneath the this ridge, and then. Basically, seeing like you know, there's a whole thing that's happening. Would you call like this thing like almost like a zeppelin? It's a zeppelin. It is a zeppelin, right? It's a a zeppelin. Yeah, Yeah. and you know, because they even talk about you know the hydrogen gas. Because I mean, once again, that's what the Hindenburg. I mean, that's why the Hindenburg disaster happened Uh was because it was hydrogen. Yeah, and you know, yeah, (laughs) you puncture that. Ooh, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Good, not going to be good for anybody. Um. I also do like the fact that, like, you know, when she does say goodbye and it was almost like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. When he says, like, I make my own. He likes to make his own luck. I make yes. my own luck kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, look, yeah, Two-Face and Dark Knight kind of said something like that. Yes, but he did say that. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 So then, of course, he's seeing all that. And then we meet the, you know, we see the guy. Uh, his name's Duvall. Uh, his last, I can't forget his first name, but Arcady. Like, Arcady, that's what it is. Arcady Duvall. And you know, he's uh, you got all these workers. And that you recognize all... that voice immediately, right? No, I did not. Dude, seriously, I did not. I, it's I, Malcolm McDowell. I... Oh no! <laughs> God damn it. You know, it's funny because I even paused it just to look at the barmaid's voice, and I did not even look and see that. Wow. No shit. Of course, yes. of course it is. My God. Now I'm just like, because I did wreck, I like thought, okay, that sounds familiar, but I just didn't 
bother to think like, ah, I'll, I'll let Scott talk about, but now I feel womp, womp. That's what it is. That's what it is. But it was the Elizabeth Montgomery voice. That was Dude, you were so my brain. fixated on trying to yeah. figure out who Elizabeth Montgomery yeah. was. That I just totally went like, just brushed past that right there. Holy shit. Now I'm like, yeah, uh, oh, now I hear it. Now I absolutely hear it. I don't even have to look that up or any, anything like that. If anybody has to look up Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell. He's, yeah, I think, yeah. If you uh, if you need to look him up and you see him, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy. I mean, of course. Been a lot of things. Anyways. <laughs> God damn it. But anyways, uh, you know, so he's got, you know, the workers are working. They're all kind of like got some kind of suit on or right. whatever it's a weird yeah. like a, like, yeah. a, like an old-fashioned like scuba suit but you yeah. can tell that basically it's because they're they're doing welding work yeah. so the suit's important because it's going to protect them from the heat and the metal and everything else but it it, it you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like mm. the mark one iron man suit you know what yeah i could see that I could see that. But then we got, you know, Mr. Duvall right here. Who's like when somebody like drops something and blah, 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 he starts whipping them. I mean, he, this guy's a dick. This guy's oh, a complete. Douche. Even Rachel Gould thinks he's a dick. Yeah. Rach stops him from doing it. And he basically is like, good men are hard to find these days, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Just basically telling him this. Okay. Idiot. I'm sorry, but your Rachel Gould is sounding a little too much like your clocking. I know <laughs> it's starting to blend. I should not do that. Yes, I know. <laughs> Detective, I know it's hard. It's you know the octave. The octave is like yeah. The, uh, yeah, you're going a little. You're going a little too much into your you know. Two clocking, two clocking. Two clocking. Right. Yeah, sorry. Gotta bring it back down a little bit. No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. But no, Rach is actually going like, hey, good men are hard to find. Don't do this. Like, hey, you know, we kind of see that lighter side of Rach in this episode a little bit, where it's like, huh, okay, He's sentimental. Yeah, like, wait a minute. Remember that the first time we got introduced to him. He, He's like, he was not, you didn't, you didn't get that vibe from him. And then even like the last time we saw him when it came to, uh, what was the episode with the, uh, the, the, oh, the, Avatar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. But then we're just kind of seeing like almost like a different race a little bit right here. And I thought, all right, that's pretty cool. Explain to all that. But, but then at the same time, he, he wants to be master of America. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. He, he does. Well, but also it tracks with his agenda because, yeah. He's talking about westward expansion, and you know that totally would jive with his um, environmental eco-terrorism agenda. Sure. I mean, I could also imagine that uh, the massacre of the Native Americans doesn't fly too well with Raish either, because you know oh. there was the massacre. I mean, there was basically a, a, you know almost a genocide of the Native Americans. And then also all the wildlife, you know, like the buffalo and everything else that that all that Western expansion, like, you know, completely decimated. Uh, so once again, a lot of things that when I watch all of these Taylor Sheridan shows like Yellowstone in 1883 and 1923, really getting filled in a lot. Uh, but I could totally see that jiving with race going screw y'all. Yeah, no, this needs to stop. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I know. I, I, that's one of those things where I need to like start getting into those shows so I can get a little yeah, bit more. You also, you also need to read, uh, bury my heart at wounded knee. If you really want to read a book that goes, wow, I feel like crap now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I had to, re I had to read it for, uh, for AP us history, but if you want to talk about how wow. we screwed over the native Americans time and time again, Oh yeah. That book is like, read that one and be like read that one. Mm-hmm. 
Ouch. Okay. Okay. But uh, of course, Jonah is, um, you know, looking at all this. And then of course, some men kind of get the jump on him. And I guess like these, you know, obviously the, the suits that we're talking about, they're bulletproof because he does shoot at well, them. Well, they're metal. Right? Yeah. They're, they're metal. They're, they're yeah. metal suits. So yeah, the bolts yeah. bounce off. And that also means that when they go to attack Jonah Hex, I mean, you're pounding him with a metal suit. I mean, yeah. So there's no getting away from him. Like, again, he does not have any super strength or anything like that. So he's just a dude with a, a weird face. And, but he's, you know, he's just a badass. And, um, so, uh, when it comes to, uh, uh, yeah. And then of course he would get to Duvall and, and then, and then, uh, he explains how like, you know, he basically, I guess he walked across like 12 States to get to him. And well, I love they walked across 12 states. Oh, but yeah, he chased but he, chased they, yeah. He chased him across 12 states. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for Wait, him because he's a bounty hunter. Because yeah, right. and about so of Duvall, like you can you can totally tell the difference. Like Duvall's like, I messed up one girl and you chased me across 12 states. <laughs> and Hex is like, You had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The, yeah, that's yeah. And then, of course, he's like, you know, obviously, the you know, again, the two hundred dollar reward is just, you know, it was a bonus. It's a bonus for him. But I love like uh, he says something to him. I forgot exactly what I said that I write right here, but it kind of shakes Duvall up a little bit like, oof, like he said that I forgot exactly what it was. But you actually saw like him kind of go like give put him in the lead bath. And then he's just like, yeah, Get him out I of don't here. remember what he said yeah. either, but he basically just insulted him because you can tell yeah. that Duvall is so up his own ass yeah that he's, that he's proud of himself that any kind of you know um insult to his character is <laughs> is he's not going to stand for that because it, it, we're still in the days of like you know you impugned my honor i will slap you across the face and we will yes. have a duel the dog to a duel. and then they do that whole um but yeah so he wants to give him to the, the lead bath which essentially is just hanging them upside down into lead. Molten metal. Molten yeah. lead, yeah. So basically killing them. But then, of course, we get Raish going, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is... And then he's like, hey, he's a bounty. Like, he is... You know, he broke into this place. What? Of course, we got to get rid of this guy. He's going to mess up this whole thing. And uh, But then Raish is like, no, we're not doing this. So then they just put Jonah in a cage, you know, as opposed to... A lead bath, which is funny. So again, we see Raish going, dude, stop this, whatever the hell you're doing. Stop being a dick. Stop being a dick and stop <laughs> doing things without consulting me first. Because let's remember, I'm in charge. You're not. Oh, God. And it's funny too, because once we figure out who this guy is, you kind of go, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're, you know, for anybody who's listening, I mean, obviously, if you watch the episode, you know exactly where it's going, but it's just kind of like, ah, uh, you kind of now when you like, you know, when you get to that point, you're like, mm, yeah, okay. Okay. You, we've seen this before. Um, but yeah. So then Rach is just like, hey, any, any decision you make has to go through me now. Okay. I'm done. Okay, I'm done. By the way, did you love the fact that Rachel Gould looked like the Monopoly man? Yes. He had the monocle. Yeah. He had yeah. the monocle. He had yeah. the top hat. I mean, it yeah, was exactly. like, I thought the he monocle fit. was an interesting choice. I'm going to say that. <laughs> hey, man, you, when you're around for 600 years, you want to be on top of the fashion of whatever's trending, right? <laughs> I guess. Even though when it comes to present day, he, you know, looks very wizardy. <laughs> he does look very wizardy. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is very true. Yeah. So I don't know. He needs to update that a little bit. But hey. He wouldn't look as menacing, but um, so they put him in a cage. And then, of course, uh, Jonah being the uh, 
being the uh, the guy that he is, he notices like, oh, okay, well, I got a little hay bed right here. I'm just going to go ahead and scoop the dirt up, hide underneath, so when the guard comes around, he'll think I'm gone. Oh, it's such a cool good. move, too. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't. Because I, I remember I was watching the episode and I forgot. I remembered that he, you know, did something underneath the bed because he finds yeah. the, the dirt soft. Yeah, I forgot. I was like, I don't remember him digging himself his way out, and then I was, yeah. oh no, he just dug a deep enough hole that he could like hide hide underneath it. Hide underneath it. Yeah. And then when the, the guard comes in with some food, which I'm sure is awful. You know, he just goes, and then, of course, does that guard thing where he immediately just, like, opens it up, and it's like, huh. and so then, of course, Jonah just pops out and just knocks him out, and then, of course, makes his escape right there. Um, so, you know, it's cool. And then, of course, the uh, the, the Zeppelin's going to be taken off, and, you know, uh, Jonah Hex gets onto it, you know, grabs onto the rope, does that whole thing where, you know, the hero grabs on, you know, as it's lifting off and he can lift himself into the whole thing. And uh, and then, of course, we cut to the governor, don't, of course, doing the gold spike thing. By the way, uh, the governor's a voice, too. Who is he? <laughs> now, this one, this one's different because I was listening yeah. to it going. OK, you don't deliver these lines like an actor would. You sound okay. like a real person who's trying to do line delivery. Oh, it's Cinder Patrick Leahy. Patrick Leahy. Democrat from Vermont. He was a senator from 1974 until this past January. He finally retired as a U.S. senator from Vermont. Oh, so an actual. OK, so an actual yeah. politician. But have you not heard of Senator Leahy? I don't think I have. Senator Leahy has appeared in Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and Batman v Superman. What the fuck? He Wait a is, minute. Yes, he 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 is a lifelong Batman fan. Yeah, and, and so he, you got to remember this episode aired in 1995, the same year Batman Forever came out. Okay. So he has an uncredited cameo. In in one of the parties at Batman Forever, he's okay. one of the bidders at the auction in Batman and Robin. Hey, okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Maybe now, okay. In the Dark Knight, he's the guy at the fundraiser who goes, "We're not, we're not intimidated by you thugs." And Heath Ledger goes, "You remind me of my father. I hated yep. him." Okay, now that's Senator Leahy. About. So wow. then he appears again in The Dark Knight Rises as a board member of Wayne Enterprises trying to protect it from Daggett That's in The Dark Knight Rises. And then he plays a senator in Batman v Superman. He's at the hearing when the bomb goes off. Okay, I had no idea about this. Wow. Yeah, he, 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 he's, a, he's a lot. He has kind of made a he made it kind of a deal where he's made all these Batman. He's written prefaces to um at least three batman graphic novels including the dennis o'neill the denny o'neill story called the innocence which was a 1996 graphic novel i never bought it but i remember seeing it at a like at a borders or something it was the one that was about the dane like basically about the history the historical dangers of landmines and okay. he wrote that but yeah he and then all of his royalties and uh, fees that he would technically earn by making these appearances. He donates to charities, including his childhood library, where he first read Batman comics when he got his library card when he was four. Oh, that's freaking awesome. In my, yeah, it's a, it's the library. Oh man, what's the name of it? It's in Montpelier, Vermont, and it's the Kellogg Hubbard Library. 
that's where he because he would read comic books there as a kid so all that's where he would donate the the royalties he would get from these appearances wow see i had no idea about this no idea but i something sounds vaguely familiar when i was like when you're talking about like the cameos and forever and and batman and robin but I did not See, know. I remember up. I remember uh, hearing about, you know, he's this big Batman fan. And I remember saying that basically since Batman Forever, he'd had like almost a continuous appearance in every Batman film since then. So they so it was, so it was those five. But there was nothing in the Batman, nothing in the Batman. Yeah. Uh, pro- probably because of a COVID and B it being filmed, you know, oh yeah, overseas, overseas. Uh, but no, he appeared in those movies, and but I did not know about this animated appearance. Like that's when I was like, but when I paused and I saw his name, I was like, oh, I know who that guy is. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. So there you go. There is just a lot going on with this episode right here, especially when it comes there was to a lo- there was a lot. I mean, this shocked me, Dave. Like I'm sitting here going, <laughs> I'm watching the episode last night. And I'm taking notes going, oh, I'm going to have fun on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no shit. My God. Getting a full on lesson here. Um, but yeah, so we get the, the governor, which, of course, is Mr. Leahy, which congratulations, dude. That's just that's just freaking awesome. I love that. Um, and then, of course, the Zeppelin starts shooting missiles. Uh, obviously, at the town, we hit the, the clock. I love tower. its cannonballs. They're, they're yeah. literally yeah, yeah, yeah. cannonballs. Oh, yeah, they're not missiles. They're cannonballs. Yeah, because when you get on there, yeah, there's like a certain thing that obviously Jonah Hex ends up doing. But then, of course, we have, you know, we have Ra- Raish and uh, we have a young Abu, right? That was a young Abu I saw, too. No, that wasn't Ubu. That was uh, Ubu. wasn't Ubu, not Abu. Ubu, Ubu. It looked like him, though. I thought. yeah, this isn't Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked. I don't know. I thought maybe it was like a young version of him. Maybe he's done the whole Lazarus Pit thing a couple of times too. I don't know. That just I was like I put a question mark by it. But it did. This does definitely give uh wild wild west vibe you know, you know, absolutely this definitely gives you this wild wild west vibe because you see the speaker and he's talking through the speaker looks like exactly what you saw it looks like a patrol like you yeah know, yeah it's... exactly and i think we saw the same exact thing in wild wild west of course batman the animated series did it first so yes very yeah, much this so. episode came out before wild wild west so um but yeah and he's basically, you know, obviously letting the town know what was uh, what's happening right there. But yeah, so everything's just like um, being destroyed and everything. And then, uh, you know, obviously Jonah Hex is doing his thing. And then uh, we finally, you know, uh, as things are starting to go haywire and, you know, they're shooting up the place. And it's funny, too, because we have a full on war sequence that is happening right now. Yeah. And, and this is interesting. And I caught this later on when when we jump back to the present and Raish is talking to Batman, he talks yeah. about the phoenix incident so mm. i'm assuming that they never tell you i'm assuming this the whole thing is happening in phoenix arizona yeah probably desert it seems like it would be yeah okay. no yeah so but i mean we have a full-on i was just thinking i was like damn this is like a full-on war sequence that's happening but of course again you can't show anybody getting you know blown up or killed or anything like that but it's just full-on i mean you see the soldiers they're doing they're just shooting back it's a uh, it's a pretty intense uh, sequence that's happening here, and then of course you know Jonah Hex is like going to be doing this thing, and then Race just kind of goes like, "Hey, tell the men to you know abandon ship because you know Mister Hex kind of just like shot at the you know the uh, oh that is such a badass move when he it? kicks the cannon and the then and just shoots it up like yeah boom and just blows up uh, blows up the the canisters with the uh, the, hydro- hydrogen. the hydrogen yeah and. And then everything just starts going to shit. And then, yeah, Raish is just like, 
<laughs> abandoned ship guys, and he gets on his little glider and just heads yeah, right Yeah, and out I noticed that the Raish's glider and their parachutes all look like those old Da Vinci designs. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> designed like these flying – because, you know, the Wright brothers haven't happened yet. No. So technically we haven't had planes yet. But once again, because those Da Vinci designs are out there, I think it's interesting that Raish obviously looked inspired. Yeah. You know, we did kind of go back. We did, however, one of my, there's a line from this episode that I always remember. Okay. And it's right there when Arcady and Hex are ready. And Arcady's like, I am the dub dub defensing champion. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he's got like the big like saber that he's like flinging around. And and Jonah's there with like like a like a bowie knife. Like that, like that's what he's got. And I just love him going, My heart's all a flutter. <laughs> I don't know why, but that that delivery of my heart's yeah. all a flutter. flutter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, it's just Jonah Hex being a fucking smart ass, you know, which is it's awesome because he's just like, all right, you, yeah, you're a fencing champion. You're proud of yourself. I'm, I'm going to kick your I'm, ass. I'm going to kick your ass with a fucking knife. <laughs> you know, it's like, I got this. I'm not afraid of you at all. But yeah, that is a good line, too. Yeah, he does say he's a fencing champion. And then, uh, you know, everything's going. And then, uh, yeah, this is the clip I wanted to show when we get our the rest of the showdown as the uh, Zeppelin is crashing down. And uh, yeah, we'll get it right here it's pretty friggin cool it's interesting i just mm -hmm. like there's no, like there's barely any batman in this episode there is it. such a great episode it is yeah exactly there you go holding him back with that little knife i, I know right <laughs> he's strong look at him go and then of course deval has that distinct uh, scar on his face too yes he does and then he gets a steam burn Oh god! Yeah, and Ouch. I love it. Jonah like saves him. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna throw you off the side. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you go down with the ship. And then, of course, we get those beautiful Batman the Animated Series explosions that we get. I, I love the yeah sound effect. Michael like Bay would be proud. Yeah, that's oh, a cool look shot. At that shading oh, right there. Yeah. Take it. Leave me be. <laughs> it ain't about money, money. It's about justice. justice. About and I aim to serve you, son. And I aim to Let serve you, son. I love Please. that. I love that. I will. Only because it's too much trouble to haul your stinking carcass back east. east. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. Then you get that. And then he grab he sees his hat, puts it right back on. It's so smoky. I'm getting too old for this. this. <laughs> so good and then of course we get back to present day which Batman is actually Robin. like the least interesting part of this episode it really is like you could just kind of go okay we could just end it right there huh can we just end it right there but of course we get to uh the airport um and you know race and then we get the what but but the thing is though we get the great reveal we do yeah. get the great reveal because obviously Raish broke into that rest home to get this old man. And it turns out when, when we finally get to reveal who the old man is, it is Duvall. And then as Raish is explaining to uh, Batman and Robin, it's his son. Dun, dun, dun. You think in my 600 years on this planet, I would have only have sired one progeny? That's what he says right there. But, you know, this goes back to the whole, you know, remember when Raish was all about... You know, Bruce basically being his son and being yes. his heir. Yeah. Yes. Being the heir of what he was uh, trying to accomplish. So it was very interesting. And it was an interesting twist. 
And then after all that, I love it when it's just like, you know, Rachel's just like, hey, just let me take my son. Let me take him out of here and do this. And Batman just does that whole thing where he just drops his cape. Oh, yeah, the cape is like, it's like, it just, just kind of okay. goes, all right. And then he just turns, turns around and goes back to the Batmobile. And Robin's kind of probably, you know, he's a little bit like, all right. You know, it's just, he's just there. You know, I'm sure he heard stories about the history between, you know, Bruce and Raish, but. Well, no, no. Yeah. Remember, he got kidnapped by Raish in, in, in Demon's uh, Quest. So he's yeah, been there since exactly. the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. But so maybe Robin's, you know, he's just a little like, okay. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, it like kind of reminds me of what happens in Demon's Quest part part one when mm. Batman, like, explains how he figured out that Raish was behind it the whole time. And he's like, you ready to go? All right. But it's just getting interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, right. It's probably like a similar thing, too, because it's like, wait a minute. We just found out that he has a son and look at him. He's right. Th- what? You know, so. But then, yeah, it's just one of those. Like, I, I just like what Batman did. It just just drops his cape like that and just turns. Yeah. Well, because Raish even explains that, you know, he did dunk Duvall in the Lazarus pit. Yeah. So he's lasted as long as he has. Because of the Lazarus pit, but he can't get restored now. Yeah, but the idea was that he was sentenced to 50 years hard labor because that was supposed to kill him. Like, well, we're, we're not going to execute you, but we're going to give you a sentence that we don't expect you to actually, like, survive. Yeah, and we're going to get some labor out of you, which, you know. Exactly. But apparently it just, like, I mean, 50 years of doing that just, like, screwed him up. Like, totally. He, he's, a ve- he's a vegetable now. Total vegetable. He's not even coherent or anything. He's just kind of thing. But uh, I just, yeah, it's a good, it's just a, it's a good episode. It's a Jonah Hex episode, right? but it has, but it's a, but it's got Batman, you know, bookends. <laughs> yes. Bookend Batman's, which I have some of those, which is cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just kind of like, I don't know. It's just a neat little story. I just, I thought I, I totally forgot the structure of it, to be honest. And I almost even forgot the twist. It was when we got back, to like the airport thing and i went oh yeah that's right and i went oh yeah this is actually like i like that little twist and i like i i just it's a very enjoyable episode it's a very good episode and i hate the fact that it takes us forever to eventually see jonah hex because jonah hex does show up again in the in the animated universe mm-hmm. yeah. uh, won't be until justice league unlimited <laughs> but he does show up again yeah, it's always very interesting how they like, hey, this was a cool episode. But then again, maybe they just looked at it as like, did people actually enjoy that? Maybe. I don't know. But I, I mean, watching it now, being a grown up, I was like, oh, this is a great cool. episode. Yeah, this it's is great. Really it's original. I liked it as a kid too. Yeah. I remember this episode and I yeah. liked this episode. It was not an episode that made me go, oh, there's no Batman in this episode. I don't want to watch it. It was like, mm. no, it was still cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But no, yeah, really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah. But uh, what do we got next week? We have Riddler's Reform. Ooh, Riddler's back. Actually, and, and actually, and this is the last Riddler episode of this original of this original run. See, yeah. See, I'm like hazy on this one. I'm trying to see, I'm like you can see my brain kind of going like, hmm. Yeah, but Weird actually, um, if I remember correctly, I think this is actually an episode that John Glover has actually said is like, I think, like one of his favorites. Really? Yeah, like he really enjoyed Riddler's Reform. I remember it because we've talked about those VHS tapes that they did. And of course, you know, you could fit four episodes on a VHS tape. Yeah. But there were only three Riddler episodes. 
ever. It was all on one. Yeah. It was all on one. Yeah. Why? I, why? This one's just not ringing any bells big time. I mean, the, the, um, the title, I'm like, that's kind of doing something. But I'm like, obviously, the other Riddler episodes, uh, I loved a, a lot. And I, I already know that once I, once it starts playing, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have something I could, uh, I always love making you like sweat it because there's <laughs> something I could tell you that that'll, would probably that'll... that would go oh yeah. yeah 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 don't do it don't do I'm it not gonna, I, I, i'm not gonna do it yeah. no i like if you sweat yeah. exactly because i'm like i'm like i know that it, but it's just right now my brain is going now we already watched that one we already watched that one mm, which one is this one and then well but you gotta remember once again we're getting to these episodes yeah. that or there at that you know we're in 95 you know we're at the tail end of this original original run yeah so i can understand you being a little bit more like hazy when hazy. it comes to these ones yeah 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 man for sure so all right we'll watch that episode next week riddler's reform um should be a good one and like i said like i already know like when we start out the episode i'm like yep yep this ep- yep yep uh but yeah we're getting close to even being done with this season two like oh uh, no I mean, we're t- tonight was episode 78 and mm-hmm. the original run uh you know of the animated series you know was 85 episodes before okay. we then talk sub-zero and mm. then and then we gotta figure out what we're gonna do we're we gonna jump right into season three because technically we've got like superman the animated series that yeah, happens might, like in the middle of that we might have to do that if we're gonna go in order because we have been doing like this production order thing so yeah, maybe we'll, it, we'll it, jump it, to that and technically you, we could just jump into season three but then we technically have to go and watch world's finest you know in but and that was and those were three episodes uh, of of superman the animated series yeah, no, we'll probably, we'll most likely do that for sure. I think we should keep the order going when it comes to animation, at least. So, but all right, guys, this was a great episode. Like I said, uh, you know, and if you didn't watch it and you liked hearing us, yeah, give it a watch. It's all on HBO Max. It's all there. It's all, you know, I know somebody on Twitter was saying like, hey, you know, where can I watch this? All on HBO Max. And uh, next week we'll be talking about the Riddler's Reform. And uh, hopefully you guys will join us for that. Go ahead and send us off, Scott. Well, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We did just drop a new episode of Man of Steel, scene by scene yesterday. So go and check that one out. It's the famous scene of, I will find him! Yes. God. Of course, we're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. There it is, guys. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, do all that. Uh, we got a new Batman shirt that's in the uh, that's in the uh, the film junkie closet. So if you guys want to check that out, do so and uh, do everything else. Follow on the sock meds, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Talk to you later.